Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. We need to begin with the president. Because as we told you last night, once Colin Kaepernick's deal with Nike was announced and he's going to be one of the highest paid NFL, in air quotes, players, because he's not really an NFL player, uh, but he's going to be paid in line with other NFL players as Nike kicks off its 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. Met with polarization on both sides. Some people love the fact Colin Kaepernick is 
standing up and 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 doing what he's done over the past couple of years. Other people don't like it. We saw people burning some equipment and and Nike gear. I love the guy in who's been, Big and Rich's band. The guy cut the tops of his socks. No, that's off. right. You can't that's wear right. those socks. What are you doing? Just throw, just throw the socks away. I'm, I'm going to cut off the Nike swoosh off the top of a pair of socks. So John Ooh. John Rich, who got a, a bigger <laughs> audience and got a, a lot of exposure when he was on Celebrity <sighs> Apprentice years ago. So certainly knowledge of Trump and has spoken uh, publicly on his behalf before. He he was all over Twitter yesterday, and then obviously the members of the band get involved as well. So why this is a big win for Nike, coming up in a couple of seconds. But this bears repeating because we told you last night that we knew President Trump would weigh in about the Nike controversy with Colin Kaepernick. You know, his as, as he has said before, it lifts him, his base. It lifts him if the owners make the players stand for the national anthem. It's a whole thing for him. What did he say today? Put out a statement, and he told the Daily Caller, right? We'll get to this in a second, doing an interview with the Daily Caller. I think it's a terrible message that they're sending, and the purpose of them doing it, maybe there's a reason for them doing it. Uh, The reason is to make money. But I think as far as sending a message, I think it's a terrible message and a message that shouldn't be sent There's no reason for it. If you are playing the President Trump drinking game and you have to drink when you hear the word message, you're hammered by the end of that statement there. While he disagrees with, quote, the Colin Kaepernick endorsement, Trump noted, it is what this country is all about, that you have certain freedoms to do things that other people think you shouldn't do, but I personally am on a different side of it. That's a big Whoa. but that's a big part of this, this that not, got ignored by a is, lot yeah. of people over the course of the day. I mean, this, I saw that the, the first pa- part of it of it's a bad message, that was everywhere. That was yeah. memes, that was headlines, yes. that was the lead on newscasts, whatever. They they conveniently forgot the second half, which was very soft and a much different message. So now is he is he backing off a little bit of this controversy? Because that was stunning to me. I thought he's going to come out just blazing on this. Players shouldn't, shouldn't kneel, all of these things. Because on a day where Brett Kavanaugh's first day of confirmation hearing goes so poorly that there's a meme of him allegedly blowing off the dad of one of the Parkland shooting victims. There's video of allegedly one one of uh, Brett Kavanaugh's clerks or people on his team giving a white power sign while they're on television. So he's dealing with those controversies. And oh, by the way, Bob Woodward's book, which has come out detailing the inside goings-on at the White House, in which Chief of Staff John Kelly said we're in crazy town. All of these things allegedly. are happening today. Right. Allegedly, allegedly. Said. allegedly. I've said allegedly <laughs> enough in the last couple of Well, but minutes. you have to add one there, too. Right? you got to cover all your bases. All, all of these things are happening today. All of these things. This is just today. And Trump said, nope, i got to make sure I do an interview with the Daily Caller and talk about Colin Kaepernick. Which is the e- most easily that's, digestible. That's the Colin Kaepernick <laughs> Nike deal. That's yes, the easiest, lowest hanging <laughs> fruit out of all the, of All those others are so nuanced. No, no, no. You don't want any part of that. No. no. <laughs> Stick to this one. Uh, wait, who is who is that woman? Never mind. Never mind. Wait, what's the... Never mind. Never mind. Just, I'll do it. But all this stuff going on today, and I'm going to weigh in on Colin Kaepernick. But even like this... like I said, but, we're never going to get past. Now, his opinion may... Quite, this, is, this I got to go back to. My, fav, my, my One of my favorite quotes of President Obama was how his opinion would always evolve of things. I, my, my opinion my is opinion, evolving. My opinion That's is right. evolving on this topic. You never hear a guy in sports talk radio say that. No one's opinion... My opinion is evolving on this. And, you know, so maybe Trump's opinion is evolving, but he's never going to let it go because it's too much of a, quote, win for him. Now, 
is are we going to see a different attack to this now? Because it's been the same message. Players shouldn't kneel, and the NFL has not really come up with anything, and the players shouldn't kneel, and the NFL So maybe he's fine, but it was definitely a big deal today. Number one, of course he waited with all this crazy stuff going on. You think there's enough, but no, no, no. But the fact that he really kind of, because he never couches things. Mm-hmm. He never does. And now he couches this. So I'm I'm wondering now, and this is just me spitballing after seeing a lot of Law and Order and CSI and all this stuff. I'm wondering if someone has gotten to him and he no longer thinks that there's going to be protests on Sundays in the NFL. But if that was the case, he would say you're not going to see it because he would take credit for it. So I, it really, it's you know, I'm I'm trying to troubleshoot things about why he would suddenly say this because he's never had to before. He's never he's never apologized. No, everything. This is what I think, and I'm blazing on Twitter. I mean, he is. You know, what what did they say? Um, who was it that said to, with Trump when when he's in, on Twitter when he's in the residence? They call it the Devil's Playground or whatever it was from, from yeah, Woodward's book right. because they don't know what he's going to ever tweet. He never backs off. He never does. And now he's back. I mean, really. I mean, it's too much to think that he's going to back off this because, like I said, he you know, in his opinion, it wins for him. But the the couching of it is the most fascinating part to me. That he actually went to say, you know what? Hey, this is what America's about, but it's personally not for me. That is that that is the most stunning part. Well, I I wonder if in some way the fact that it's a business deal makes him couch it to some degree, right? Because it's not a purely political message. Well, and also even though Nike, it's there, he, uh, Nike in New York City uh, rents space rents from, from him, him and from it, but they also said they're moving out at some point. Either way, so in, in the that. moment, there there's rent checks being cut. But on a larger perspective, you're, you're looking at, at, at a president taking credit for a lot of the growth of the economy and looking at the stock market overall. And particularly here, as we talked about yesterday, this is more a, a Nike business move than anything else. Yeah. Right. As much as you, you look at the, the Kaepernick angle and, and who he is and what he's come to represent, it's still about selling merchandise, sneakers, and realizing whatever bets you want to want to place out there in the marketplace and notice all along they never they never backed off the deal they didn't publicize it they didn't release no. shoes but likewise they stayed with other athletes through trials and tribulations they didn't come out with big statements and and back off so here it was just lying dormant and we found out uh, as the day went on from Charles Robinson of Yahoo, who was all over this yesterday, that there were other suitors. There were other yeah. companies, everybody looking at it as a as a way to try to find a different angle in the marketplace. It's pure um, pure commerce. And I think that's where President Trump couches things to a degree. Because like, well, he understands the business. I mean, he's always understood right. the business part of it. And, and he can't go against the business part of it. You may disagree, and and he does. He says very, very emphatically, "Hey, against message, listen, I, I, I can't promote bad business, and this, but is, it's yeah, part yeah. of America." Yeah. and so he's more speaking, I think, to the business part of it, mm-hmm. which is it softens it, but it's still more towards the pro capitalism than anything else. Well, because look, he's always about money. In this, not to make this a big political conversation, but look, Trump put himself in this, obviously. But you know, you saw the stuff even coming out of the Bob Woodward book that that uh, he wanted to pull troops out of South Korea because it costs a lot of money. I mean, when it comes down to it, everything he's done in his presidency has been about money. Has been about the economy. Has been about this, this is why we should make deals. Like this is why NAFTA is up there and, and and it's being debated back and forth. And Canada's in and Canada's out. They're in there, but it's always about money. So maybe this appeals to the business part of where he, he's got to say, oh, these SOBs, they should all be fired. 
But I got to say, this is a pretty ingenious idea. You, you want to sell You can't sneakers. blame a good strategy, nah. right? And I'll, you know right? what? Your old, your old line, I can't fault a good strategy. No. And what do we talk about with Nike? And everybody jumping on the fact that stock was down today. Stocks were down all mm-hmm. over the place well, because of hey, trade. Coming up next, we'll tell you exactly why this is going to wind up being a huge win for Nike. To finish our conversation minutes ago about Nike and Kaepernick, we talked about President Trump weighing in today and surprisingly not going full-throated and ripping Nike and Colin Kaepernick. Maybe the businessman side of him is going, well, if they're going to sell more sneakers, I guess it works out okay. Straight cash. Or if even if it doesn't mean money for Nike, just say people just throw their – most people throw just their Nike apparel in the back of a closet. Yeah. Right? They don't throw it out. They don't burn it. <laughs> but then they go into the marketplace and they buy something else. Yeah. Either way, you're stimulating the economy. Yeah. So for wherever President Trump comes down, it, he didn't make his statement about Kaepernick. It was the, well, the endorsement. Not something I do, but then thinking about it, it's like, you know, you got the right to go take your shot. I'm going to go th- burn my Nike stuff and go buy some N1 gear. I'm going to go get that right now. Garbage. <laughs> well, I mean, LA Gear's got a big lawsuit right now with the uh, Chargers. Uh, I'm getting a pair Rams of Starberries and- right now. But here's the thing about Nike and why this is going to win for them. Early parts of the day today, you saw the fake news headline. Here's Nike stock down 2%. Nobody likes the Colin Kaepernick signing with Nike. And you see people on Twitter who are burning their Nike gear. And it's, oh, look, see, already. And that is fake news. Not that Nike wasn't down 2%, but Nike was down 2%. So was Adidas. So was Puma. I don't think Colin Kaepernick signed deals with Adidas and Puma as well, and you would think that if stock in one, if Nike would go down, it would go up in somebody else. So that whole thing that was fake news. Just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's not true. Doesn't mean it's true. Right. You got a little bit of a bounce for Under Armour, all of uh, thirty-four cents a share. Yeah, that's almost uh, it's yep. about one point eight percent. So it's a little bit of a bump, and I, we're certainly seeing that on Twitter. We've gotten a couple of responses. Thanks for voting uh, with your Twitter. 140 characters, appreciate you. But the the idea being that money is going to move, and today you had stuff about trade agreements and larger global economic perspectives, plus the national coming out of a national holiday, several days of trade, sure. everything else, it all comes together. You're going to find out, because they haven't released a product. No, you can't. Okay, you no. haven't released a product to find I'm out sales. Because, because 20 people on Twitter are burning their Nike gear suddenly. Oh, my God, it's everywhere. It's like when LeBron James got mad. One person burned his jersey. Oh, I can't believe it. It's an epidemic. No, one person did it. But, but if that's get played 15 million times, exactly. it's been people burned 15 million times. But here's why this is going to work for Nike. Number number one now, Nike is the cool resistance brand, right? They're 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 the rebels from Star Wars. They're the cool rebel brand. Hey, you know, look, we're not afraid to be out there on the edge. Hey, I like that. I like cool. And who likes cool? Young people, kids. Who buys sneakers? Hey, guess what? It's young people and kids. Not that everybody doesn't buy sneakers. Of course they do. But who are the people that Nike's trying to reach? Is Nike trying to reach the 45-year-old guy who says, oh, you know, all these NFL players disrespecting the flag, I'm not buying Nike. Or are they trying to reach the 16-year-old kid who wants to go, hey, yeah, I want to get sneakers like that. I like Colin Kaepernick. They know. They know who's going to buy gear, and they are putting Kaepernick gear out there for everything. It's not just going to be shoes. It's going to be everything. It's going to be jerseys, gloves, shirts, pants, shoes, balls. Hey, orange balls. 
That's what they're that's what they're doing, and that's who's going to buy the that, that's who Nike Nike. Tell me one Nike commercial that you've ever seen that has been aimed towards over forty. No, it's young people, and young people simply don't care about, and they don't have the long-standing politics. They don't have the long-standing care of okay, I believe this, I believe this. No, I want to buy cool shoes. Okay, that's then that's who Nike is going, and that's who's going to buy it because they think okay. Kaepernick's a cool rebel. You can like or not like Kaepernick, and I've said many times. Look, this is a guy that got into it, and it, it did you know for he's pushed into it. He, his motives weren't always great, but this is where he's at. People are going to buy those sneakers. This is a company that is in business to make money, to increase no, uh, awareness of their brand, and to dominate a shoe market and an apparel market. That's what Nike is doing. This is a huge success. They're right now. They are doing keg stands, although not if you're won, won the Stanley Cup. They're keg stands in Nike offices right now. Going, we could, we can't buy this kind of publicity be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m eastern 8 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app as the steelers deal with terry bradshaw's criticism of mike tomlin which is really unwarranted you got to give the guy more credit than that the steelers have said today they are much more comfortable with Le'Veon bell's absence because of the presence of james connor and we've said this from the beginning Pittsburgh will not miss Le'Veon Bell. They have three or four players who are going to suck up his production. It's not going to be any one guy, but Connor certainly is going to get the first chance out of the gate. He's going to get the chance to play on every down. You know, he's caught a couple passes in the preseason as well, and they really like him. Connor is a really good player. Bell, as good as he is, is just a big, fat luxury for the Steelers to have because they are completely quarterback-driven. They are wide receiver-driven, and Bell is a guy, okay, now we add this piece in, but the Steelers will be just fine without him. Connor is really good. You, What's his, his ADP in fantasy drafts is now the top of the second round? It's It's, it's, been, it's been moving up a lot over well, the course you, of the past couple yeah, of days. Yeah, you look at it the last couple of days just based on the— Because Bell's not in. Based on him not being in camp, you start looking at second, third round of, all right, I know I at least have a starter for a week, probably two, and if we're to believe— where we're headed with this holdout, you're not seeing Le'Veon Bell till November. And that's and that's the thing, is that for Le'Veon Bell, something we haven't gotten into with him, because now he's 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 sucking up all the drama as we get ready for week one in the NFL, is that you know what it's like for players who are so over the top getting paid, right? Odell Beckham, all I want to do is get paid. Anybody who is so over the top about getting paid, once they get paid, they're not the same player. They wind up getting dinged up. They miss games more often. They don't produce as much because they got paid. They got their big payday, and they wind up being less of a player. Darrell Rivas, less of a player. Anybody. Le'Veon Bell's desire to get paid makes Odell Beckham look like he is is just going to a guy that accepted whatever contract extension they gave to him. Le'Veon Bell is so over the top getting paid to the point where I might not report until the middle of November only so I can accrue a season towards free agency because next year someone's going to pay me? Can you really honestly feel good about giving him a lot of money thinking you're going to get the best out of Le'Veon Bell? When all he's about, when if he really wanted to have a big season, he would have been in, he would have said, okay, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm here. I'm going to I'm, I'm get paid. I'm going to show everybody what they're missing. I'm in camp because even Odell Beckham came to camp. I'm going to be in camp from day one. I'm going to put up 1,700 yards rushing, another 1,000 receiving. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to have a 2,500-plus yard season, and I'm going to get paid. But instead, he has shown that I'm looking out for myself, which you have to do. 
you have to do that. At this stage of your career, he's already in bonus territory but, for but, most running backs, right? Because he's year five. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's kind of a big deal. But in the end, really, you're increasing your brand and your value if you come in and show that you at least want to play. He is like a mercenary right now. And this is not going to fare well as far as how people think about him in the offseason. Boy, if all he wanted to do was get paid, and until he got paid, he decided to not show up, do I really think if I give him money that it's going gonna, it's gonna to end all my troubles and, oh, great, we got Le'Veon Bell now? No. Le'Veon Bell's going to wind up being hurt more often. He's not going to put up numbers he did. He's going to blame the scheme, the fit, whatever it is. Meanwhile, he doesn't care because he's going to collect dollar after dollar after dollar. Well, because that's it, right? We're going into year six. So we got five in the books. You're looking at already 1,200 carries, the innumerable receptions along the way, a lot of work for him, a lot of a lot of carries, a lot of touches, even going back to his time at Michigan State. But what else do you have? The knucklehead effect? He's in the program, right? He's in the league office, and one screw-up becomes a bigger, bigger issue. And he's had injuries. So you're you're going all that plus the dollars. Like the dollars itself and and what that means in terms of want to and and quest for greatness and whatever, that that's a whole other part of it. You still have these other base things that you have to deal with if you're a franchise looking to give him money. You're, you're looking at a lot of wear and tear on his body, plus those other factors of past injuries and his past suspensions that become an issue if you're going to look to give him a three- or four-year max deal. I mean, there'll be teams that'll line up. It's just a question of what's that dollar amount, and, and how do you how do you leverage it so you're not grossly overexposed with the guaranteed money that you have to give him? Because Todd Gurley's deal changes changed mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, so, and so, someone will pay him, and it will be an awful thing. It will be all they, they will say, "Oh, we got Le'Veon Bell, and now it's going to be well, you paid the guy, so why why is he going to go crazy now?" Obviously, he doesn't care that much about anything else because if he did, he would find a way to make his maximize his value, and he's not. All he's done right now is potentially hurt it. Because what if he comes in and he and he's and he's dinged up? He comes in and tries to rush into the lineup, and he's hurt. Or he doesn't come back until November, and by this time the Steelers are rolling, and they they're working him back in, and he doesn't he doesn't play great. Oh, uh, that's going to cost him but money. You get nervous about hamstring injuries. I mean, that's the one thing that keeps coming up. The the little little things because you're not in game shape, and you're trying to get right in. And the Steelers will if once he's available, they're going to want to die. You know, get him in at 10, 15 touches immediately, perhaps even more, as much as you have. Other options, you know, you're looking at Samuels. You got Ridley on the the roster as well as Connor. So you got three other backs to pick it up. But the temptation's going to be there to to try to rush him back because what are you going to do? He's in his last year. Mm -hmm. He's tripping over his tongue by week 12 (laughs) because they have run the hell out of him. But maybe they're not because – and maybe this is Mike Tomlin saying, hey – you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Le'Veon Bell's bluff, but look, here was him from today on how happy he is. When he gets here, that's when we'll start quantifying all Le'Veon Bell-related things, his overall readiness, the amount of time that we have between his arrival and our next competition, et cetera, et cetera. We'll weigh all of those things at the appropriate time. Right now, we're just singularly focused on the guys that are here and working and have been here and working and kind of building a plan around variables that we know. Uh, that's the appropriate thing. I don't think quantifying is a word. I think you got caught there a little bit. I, I kind of dig it. It's though. either quant well quantifying. <laughs> it sounds like it would be a pretty good word. Like it sounds like something that'd be a business term. Do we get bacula into it? Yeah, like oh, he did sell it though. 
He, he did. sold it. Oh, he sold it. Was yeah. Go pause. Keep going. Oh, yeah, Blow yeah. right through it. Exactly. Who am I talking about again? Le'Veon who? You yeah, ever no, heard of him? Don't worry who? about it. No, we're all set. No, look, they're going to be fine. They'll be fine. Trust me, they'll be fine without him. And Le'Veon Bell is just hurting himself right now. He's just hurting his image. He's hurting his earning potential. He's put into jeopardy what his next contract could be because of this strategy that he has right now. If you're really at, if you really want to maximize your value, you should even Odell Beckham knew. I got to be in. I'm not going to hold out and have the Giants pay me. It's not going to happen. I got into camp. It's great. He got paid, and he had the right thing. Now he can do it. Now he can be a knucklehead again because he got paid. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Look, you want to know what the deal is with Jim Harbaugh. It's been a really horrible last 72 hours for the Michigan head coach. It was after an abysmal opening offensively for Michigan against Notre Dame where really everybody is calling for his head. Everybody wants him fired. You can now look at odds online That's right. of What's where his next job? Jim yeah. Harbaugh's next job is going to be. Is it going to be with Michigan? Is it going to be in the NFL? Is it going to be in a broadcast booth? Where is he going to be? And there doesn't look to be a solution on the horizon because, as we said last night, the offensive line play is terrible. And it doesn't matter. Shea Patterson, Dylan McCaffrey – Tom Brady, doesn't matter who you put back there, if they don't have an offensive line, they're going to struggle. And I watched Notre Dame run the same exact stunt over and over and over again, and they kept getting pressure on the quarterback because Michigan couldn't figure it out. Braylon Edwards was the latest to jump in. This is where we get to just what the deal is and what is the issue with Jim Harbaugh. Braylon Edwards, former Michigan star, puts out, on social media over the weekend, now analyst for the Big Ten Network. Suspended analyst for the Big now Ten. Now suspended because he criticized Shea Patterson as playing scared, the offensive line was bad, he cursed in his tweet, and he got suspended as a result. He apologized today for calling out the players by name. He called out the team center, he called out Shea Patterson, but he said, my opinion is still the same, Michigan football, it's just trash, which is what he said at the end of his tweet. Well, here's a, here's a tweet that he put out um what, 1046 on the third. So funny, everyone's worried about my tweet as opposed to the real issue. 0-17 on the road against ranked opponents, 1-6 against rivals, and the one win was against a 3-9 Michigan State. Last thing I'll ask, and really think about this before you get mad, is Michigan better than Iowa? Mm, I got uh, Iowa Sam fired up That's solid analyst stuff, but the (gasps) fact he was cursing in the middle, that's not what an analyst that doesn't pass the smell test. And that's that's something, okay, you know what, you embarrassed us because he's a Big Ten analyst. That's what he is. He carries that everywhere. He can be a Michigan alum. He can be upset. He can be all things. But because he cursed that way, and, and what that's what got him in a lot of trouble. Now, Harbaugh did respond to Braylon Edwards after Edwards' comments and Jim Harbaugh standing up very defiantly having everybody's back. Number one, first of all, it's not true. It's not factual. There's nobody in our program who thinks those things about any player on our team, let alone the two players that, that he described. You know, on the other level, you know, it's disappointing that a member of the Big Ten Network would choose to attack the character of two of our players. That's disappointing. And I would say that if somebody wants to attack the character of anybody on the ball club, I mean, come after me, not our youngsters. I'm a man. I'm 54. Come after me. I really me. thought that's where he was going to head with that and then just start chuckling like a lunatic. There's all kinds of things thrown out there as to what's wrong with Harbaugh. Why is he failing? Why is why is this time different 
than it has been for early in his career. And Iowa beat them six or seven. Six by the out of seven. <laughs> but they they avoid Iowa this year, right? That's the one thing they don't get to play. But they got to play a they have a three week gauntlet of I believe it's Penn. It goes Michigan State, it goes Penn Northwestern, State, and State. then no, no, no. Come on, now let's be real. It goes Penn State. What do you mean? Let's be real. Come the, after the me. True what do you mean? What, what do you mean? The beginning of the gauntlet. If they got a bad offensive line and bad quarterback play, what are you talking well, about? Well, then it doesn't matter who they play. Then, then the whole schedule's a gauntlet. Ah, this is the biggest gauntlet ever. It's a Thanos gauntlet. We already got to blow get that depth. But the, here's the deal with Jim Harbaugh. First of all, remember this, and I'm going to begin with it and end with it. There's nothing that wouldn't solve this other than having a star quarterback. And it's amazing that Harbaugh has not been able to find one as of yet. We don't know about Shea Patterson, but he has not been able to recruit a next great quarterback, which is stunning. In this case, Jim Harbaugh's run, second run in college, looks like Steve Spurrier's second run in college. Spurrier was the quarterback guru. All he did was get quarterbacks to come to Florida. And no matter who they were, they were in there and they played great. Danny Werfel even won the Heisman Trophy. Terry Dean was a great quarterback until he lost the job to Danny Werfel. That's all they had. Shane Matthews, all quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. And then what happened? He goes to South Carolina and he can't get a star quarterback. He gets a couple of guys who are okay, but he never gets, and you would think Spurrier could get a star quarterback to show up, hey, come play for me at South Carolina. He couldn't do it. So South Carolina only got so high. Same thing with Michigan. You would think Harbaugh, in his second go-round, would come up, hey, he had Andrew Luck, he bring somebody to Michigan, and he hasn't done it yet. And that's the real issue. Nothing that's wrong with Michigan wouldn't be solved by a really good quarterback because everywhere else they got all kinds of talent. They have five guys on that defense right now starting. They're going to be top three-round picks in the NFL draft. Their defense is loaded. They have enough skill position players, but he can't get a quarterback. But here's the thing that is what's going to push him out before he is ready. Harbaugh is a very intense guy. And when you're a rah-rah guy, you know, we talked about this last hour a little bit, about the the merits of being a rah-rah guy versus not being one. If you are a rah-rah guy, you wear out your welcome much faster than everybody else, right? If you're if you're a, if you're one way, if you're a rah-rah guy or you're a complete disciplinarian, you have to win right away. If you win right away, people will put up with your act. But if you don't win, people are not going to put up with it. And you wind up running out of rope faster than everybody else. Look, why did Rex Ryan fail so spectacularly? Because he, everything was always the, the 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 most incredible, worst thing, or best thing in the world. There was no middle ground for the Bills. There was no middle ground for the Jets. Look at Harbaugh's career as a head coach. He starts out at San Diego, and they go 7-4, and 11-1. Right? Now, Harbaugh's the same guy that he was back then. He's rah-rah, he's in everybody's face, and but they won. So everything was good in San Diego. He goes to Stanford. First year, they upset USC. Every year, the team gets better. The arrow kept going up. Finally, he had his huge year culminating. We had luck, and he says, now I'm parlaying this to the National Football League. So he goes, still the rah-rah guy in San Francisco, right? That act's going to wear thin. How can Jim Harbaugh do this in the NFL? 13-3, and 11-4-1, 12-4, 8-8. It was so good they couldn't get rid of him because they kept winning games, unlike the Niners had won going back to their dynasty under Bill Walsh. So I just now, remember how, how torturous that was for everybody at the end of his run. Yes, but right? that's the thing. He had one bad year that was 8-8, eight eight, not 1-15. But battling with the GM, you, you had eight. a lot of... 
and so a lot of uh, ill will going on around the Bay Area. Exactly. So he was done after that. Now he goes to Michigan, and it's been the exact opposite of how he has started everywhere else. Ten and three his first year. Ten and three, but now eight and five, zero oh and one, and they're five hundred their last eighteen games. His act is wearing thin. How many assistant coaches has he gone through in the last four years? He fires three or four guys a year. Yeah, but here's the bigger thing at Michigan up. is that it's been more of an act. More chirping in the media. More, hey, let's go do things differently. And instead of just going straight on. And that's what you're hearing from a lot of the boosters, guys like Braylon Edwards going on, on down the line is just go and coach football. Yeah. Don't worry about where but you're at, where is. you're going. But this is everything. Gobble, gobble, him. gobble, turkey, and, that, and when, all that stuff, and you, nervous birds, and and all that. You made it a sideshow. Go for, coach. First year you're ten and three. That's great. Then you're ten and three. Okay, and now you're eight and five, and now you're going the wrong direction. And this is what pushes guys out. That's what's wrong with Jim Harbaugh. He just grates on too many people. He's got a big turnover in his staff, and players will eventually tune him out and go, okay, that's kind of who he is. But again, all of this would be solved if he had a star quarterback at any point during his run. That's really what's wrong with Michigan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Here's what's <laughs> changing my mind on Andrew Luck for something completely different. And now, here's something you'll really like. One of the best Twitter accounts is Captain Andrew Luck. Legend you know, luck with the the beard, and someone came up with the idea of of making him into a a civil war general, and all the tweets are done in the vein of how someone would talk during the civil war. Ryan Van Bibber, yes, to give him his proper credit. It is a uh, it is a it is one of the funniest Twitter accounts you could possibly want to read. Four hundred twelve tweets. Talk about operational efficiency. Right? Yes, four hundred twelve tweets. Two follow. He's following two people. Two hundred seventy thousand followers. <laughs> so, for, for instance, go ahead. Read one. Dearest mother, and so ends our exercises. The unit bested the tiger men, but the damage is not permanent. Now the hour is upon us. Our true campaign begins. Where it shall take us, I know not, but I believe in my men. I believe in General Reich, and I believe in my sidearm. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> so it's, it's hysterical, but we've never really met who is actually behind the Andrew Captain Andrew Luck thing. Yeah, you want one more? I want one more. Yeah, give me one more. All right. Dearest mother, I am full of jubilance. My sidearm is true once more. The hogs would weep tears of joy had they witnessed today's events. The prospectors fell, but it was a simple exercise. No true harm. I'm ready for our upcoming campaign. My resolve solid. I love you, Andrew. Today, the Colts Twitter account took the lid off of this story and said, we've caught up with the person behind the Captain Andrew Luck Twitter account. Was and it, it was, Batman? It was not Ooh, now that would have been something. Oh, boy. Oh, we didn't hear it. Okay, lucky. Whew, Sam's in not tight shirt. That's why we didn't get Batman. Uh, and it's not Jesus, because that's your next question. You always say, is it Batman? Is it Jesus? But not they got to come in threes. I, I haven't figured out who the... Third member of that well, holy triumvirate is the th- well. It's Sam Darnold. Was it the baby Jesus? It's not <laughs> the sweet chocolate covered baby. I love Jesus. it. A scissor kick you in the back of the head. That is right. Uh but the Colts Twitter account did an interview with the person behind the Twitter account, and they obscured the voice until the very end when you saw the person's face for the big reveal. 
What should we call you? Well, her mother bestowed the name of Andrew, but seeing as now a new campaign is upon us, Captain Luck is fine. Where'd you come up with the idea for the account? I wanted to write Mother to inform her of my journey as a member of the illustrious Colts unit, so one day I decided it was time to put pen to paper. And if, if Mother were listening right now, what would you say to her? <sighs> Dearest Mother, the road may have been long and windy, but I am ready to begin this new campaign. Battling alongside my unit once more will be a tremendous honor. Working together under the trusted leadership of General Reich, I have full confidence we will succeed. Thank you for your support, your belief in me never wavering. You shall be mighty proud, Andrew. That's awesome. Thank you, All right. Luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. Take care. See you next time. And you see it's Andrew Luck taking off the microphone. Now, to be, My God! be fair, they didn't distort his voice at all. That's exactly how it's it pretty close, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, when I heard it, I said, oh, this is Andrew Luck talking because that's exactly how Andrew Luck... Forget about NFL. He have a great career as like a, a voiceover in, in movies. And then, so he'll take over for Liv Schreiber when he when he leaves. No, the, no, no, no. Liv Schreiber is just and then Hugh Jackson had to fire a player. But did he really fire a player? I mean, Andrew Luck is more the devil is taking over for your body right now. I mean, that's Andrew. That's Luck. pretty good. I like that. Uh but, get him into horror films. I like it. Yeah, but you know when I say oh Andrew He's Luck now is, Saw. I Andrew <laughs> Luck is behind the cap. No, he was just doing a thing. It's not Andrew Luck running the Captain Andrew Luck. Oh, that would be. And if that was the case, it's like Inception. I love Andrew Luck. I would not say he was. Well, he had a lot of time on his hands. No. I mean, the last two years. I mean, that's only four hundred twelve tweets. I wouldn't say he's overrated. He is. I wouldn't say he's going <laughs> to have a great year. He's not. No, I wouldn't say any of those things because I would love Andrew Luck that much just for providing this entertainment. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 